the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host. The phone number is 888-825-5225. George Camel, Ramsey personality, YouTube sensation, is my co-host. It is book launch day for us around here at Ramsey. George has a brand new book out called Breaking Free from Broke. It is available anywhere great books are sold, including RamseySolutions.com. Megan is with us. Megan is in Indianapolis. Hi, Megan. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. How are you? Great. How can we help? Um, I'm calling because I have just put myself in a terrible financial situation, and I'm just really scared and stressed about my finances, and I don't really know where to start or how to go about tackling all of my debt. Okay. How much do you owe? So I have about 15000 in credit cards. I have... 32,000 in student loans. I have almost 9,000 in personal debt. And then I owe 6,000 on back taxes, a small medical debt of about 1,000, and then a vehicle for 14,000. Okay. What do you make? 50. Okay. How old are you? 29. Okay. And you're single? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's a pretty scary situation. I don't blame you. Um, are you? What are you current on? All of it, or right now, or what? It's all current, um, but the monthly payment amount on everything is the majority of my income. Mm-hmm. It feels like, and so it just feels like I'm just paying the minimum, paying the minimum, and then you know nothing's going down, and I don't have a ton of extra income to be throwing at it. So what, I just, what do you do? Um, so my family owns a wedding venue and so I run that full time. Okay. All right. How'd you get 6,000 behind on your taxes? Um, so I'm, because I'm technically self-employed, um, I should have been setting more money aside. You, for you own the wedding venue? Yes. Part owner. Okay, so you're, you you guys don't take tax you guys don't do payroll and take taxes out. We do for the rest of our um, employees, our part time employees that we have. Um, but my financial person told me because I'm considered the owner, I can't be on payroll. Bullcrap. Um, that's what you I need was a new told. financial person. Yeah, I've been I'm okay. I've been on my own payroll for twenty five, twenty seven years. I mean. Yeah, you definitely be on your own payroll for sure, and you should be. That's a good way to a good way to make sure you don't get behind on your taxes. All right, okay. Um, what's the car worth? So I had my previous car paid off, and two days after Christmas, this just a couple weeks ago, uh, totaled my car. So it's brand new, um, like within this last week. So, so I'm, I'm confused. Uh, Wait a minute, you, you totaled your car, but they gave you a check for that. Yeah, so they gave me a $6,000 check. Yeah, so why would you go in debt to buy a car when you're so broke you can't breathe? Um. Well, I... You had a $6,000 car. Why didn't you take $6,000 and go buy another $6,000 car? 
Yeah, I considered that. Yeah. Um, and talked to my parents about it and was worried because I have no savings that you I You were get... driving a $6,000 car before. Yeah. Now suddenly a $6,000 car is not okay? I was just concerned that it would immediately after I got it have all sorts of issues and I wouldn't have the money to fix the it. The $6,000 car you were driving didn't have all sorts of issues until you totaled right. it. Right. So that's a dumb thing to think. It's yeah. not true, especially as right. broke as you are, Megan. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You can't keep digging a hole and then gripe about the hole. Right. Is, this, is this car worth twenty grand? Um, so I put the six thousand dollars towards the twenty grand car. So the mortgage is fourteen. Then yeah, so the car is you just the, bought it for the 20. loan is fourteen. Yeah. Great. So if you yeah. sold the car for twenty, you would get a check for six thousand dollars after paying yeah. the loan. Yeah, let's do yeah. that. Let's go ahead and sell it. That's going to help because yeah. you have seventy-seven thousand. You just took on more payments when you can't afford the ones you've got. Right. And then call me confused, thinking you're bankrupt. Four weeks after you did that, right? Right. Yeah. You understand how inconsistent that is, right? Yeah. Okay. Think about this, Megan. You could clear 20% of your total debt just by selling this car and driving no, a cheaper car. Fair. 14 yeah. grand out of the 77. Right. That'll get you on your way. Right. Now making 50, let's do another job okay. or two. So uh, get the income how many up. hours a week are you working at the family business for 50 grand? Um, it just... It varies week by week. Right now, we're kind of in a slow season um, through March, but okay. then it'll really pick back up starting in the spring okay. um, through the end of the year. All right. So you called, I'm scared, and I'm stressed, and I've been there. I know how that feels. It's not fun, okay? Yeah. Because I, I feel like I'm stuck, and the math tells me that you are stuck. Yeah. That all you're doing is paying minimum payments, and you feel like a rat in a wheel. Now, how are we going to break this log jam how are we going to break this clogged drain and get it get, you know get flowing again right well uh -huh. there's two things we increase our income dramatically okay. and so if you keep doing exactly what you've been doing you're going to keep getting exactly what you've been getting so right. you're going if you want out of this you're gonna to have to do some radical things and, and you can get out of it then Okay, but you're going to have to work like a lot more than you're working and find a really strong paying side hustle uh -huh. that you go crazy for a short period of time. And you need to sell this car and go buy a $6,000 car. Okay. And, and then you can clear up the taxes and then you can clear up the stupid credit cards. How long has yeah. it been since you used a credit card? Um, well, probably three months. Is that I've been true? Really, yeah, I've been really trying not to use credit cards. Okay, I want you to um, I want you to get out scissors tonight and light a candle and have a plastectomy party, chop okay. them all up. Okay. I want to get rid of any temptation to ever use them again. Okay. Because that would be just like going and buying this car on payments. You're going backward instead of forward. Right. We can't use them anymore. They have to go away, and then. We're going to put you into Financial Peace University because I've been scared and I know what it's like. But let me just tell you, if you just keep coasting the way you've been coasting and taking these paths of least resistance like you, this ridiculous car story, and it's ridiculous, Megan. If you keep doing that, you're going to bankrupt yourself. You've got to turn this in another direction 
and that's really go crazy, increase your income, chop up the credit cards, and get this car sold and get you a $6,000 car. And unless your parents are going to pay for things, they don't get a vote anymore because their vote was stupid. And you really got to get this geared up. Hang on. We're going to get you signed up for Financial Peace University and help you with this. Hey, guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make health care more affordable. Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's health care costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the health care provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your health care provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. George Camel Ramsey personality is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Couple of lessons from today's show so far. They were both uh, object lessons for things we have taught many times here before but we'll just reiterate them. First, never buy something like a house with someone you're not married to, like your fiancé. Earlier caller, fiancé broke up with him, now doesn't want to sell the house that they own together. He's going to end up in a lawsuit to force the sale of a the, the house, the disillusionment of a general partnership, which is what they have, that has no partnership documents because they lived together for five years, got engaged, and then bought a house prior to marriage. (sighs) Dumb. Really dumb. And she's squatting, saying, I'm not going anywhere. If you're shacking up, don't buy a house with your roommate. That's dumb. You're going to screw up the relationship. You're going to get end up in legal and financial trouble. It's dumb. Was I unclear, George? I think you added an extra syllable to that dumb. It was that intense. Stretch it out there with a little southern twang. Now, then the uh, second thing we've learned is, and I hear this one all the time, and both of these things baffle me. That's why I'm hitting them. Because they're just illogical. If you get your car totaled, It is not a reason to upgrade in car. Period. You are driving a $6,000 car. Your car gets totaled. You get a check for $6,000, and suddenly $6,000 cars aren't good enough for you. That's dumb. Well, they don't make $6,000 cars except for the one that I was driving. driving. They don't make them that are reliable, except for the one I was driving that was working perfectly fine. Thank you very much. Okay? Don't use the, I upgraded in car because I got my car totaled. No, you upgraded in car because you wanted a better car. If you were going to do that, you could have just sold the car before it got totaled and then upgraded in car. It would have been the same dumb move, a move you can't afford to do. That's a dumb move move don't do dumb moves with money it causes you to be broke and hurt your feelings Mm. 
Well, there's a third lesson, too, from another caller, Dave, which is don't get a degree and go into debt $80,000 to go make $40,000. The math ain't math in there. And too many people are doing that. They're getting degrees they hope to use. They're in school for nine years. And you can't blame it. Debt. And listen, let me just tell you, some of you guys act like, and I hear this all the time, too. It goes right with this, okay? And this one drives micro nuts. This is micro's favorite thing, okay? I'm going to blame the fact that I didn't do math on passion. Mm, it's or, my passion. Or Dave. as if, if, I, if I say the word passion three times like Beetlejuice, Right. If I say passion enough, then math doesn't. Then it 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 beats down the math. It the changes math, the math. The math bows down to the word passion. No, it doesn't. The math rises up and bonks your little passion on the head. That's what happens. And so I, you can't say it's my passion and make your math work. You have to still be an adult and pay bills. Well, you lose passion pretty quick when you can't breathe because your job doesn't pay the bills, doesn't yeah. pay the debt payments. So. I, what that what the, sometimes it's gotten to be like lately when i hear someone say i want to work in my passion it's code for i'm about to do something really dumb i'm about to go deeply in debt to get a degree that is freaking useless or that doesn't pay enough because it's my passion and that's going to make it okay because it's my passion don't spend two hundred fifty thousand dollars getting a master's degree in sociology so you can be a caseworker for the state making 38 grand that's dumb don't do that. Well, it's my passion. See, it does, passion doesn't cover that. I don't give a crap. If you want to do ministry, go make a bunch of money and do ministry at your church as a volunteer that can scratch your little passion itch. Oh, my gosh. All of this just points back to one thing that we've lost in today's world, Dave, and that's common sense. Just think about the future for just a second about how it's all going to play out and how it could play out, and it could help you avoid a lot of these mistakes. I mean, think out there 10 years how this move is going to come out, okay? So, listen, it is it is not a grown-up move to go into a situation that you can't that is not mathematically palatable spending 250,000 to get a job making 38 and you can make more than 38 as a cashier at Target and call it your passion. It's not okay. It's not okay. It's it's not being a grown up. That's a th that's a three year old on the cereal aisle having a meltdown because mommy wouldn't buy fruity pebbles because it's my passion. That's what that is. Don't do that crap. It's a fruity pebbles meltdown. Mm. We don't need fruity pebbles melt meltdowns with adults. It it really looks foolish. So you you really guys seriously. So when your car gets totaled, take the check and buy a car the same price or cheaper than the car you were driving before. Never buy a house with someone you think you're in love with or that you think is in love with you until or after you walk down the aisle and you say, I do, that's called marriage. Then you have a methodology for dealing with the house if she kicks you out, you don't have a methodology when you have an unsigned, unwritten set of partnership documents on your general partnership, and you have no freaking idea how you're going to get out of this mess other than try to talk common sense into the woman that just booted you out of the house. It doesn't work, guys. It doesn't work. 
So you, you've got to think these things through and you don't get to violate these rules in the name of love or passion or, you know, I, I'm afraid of a car that breaks down. That's the, you know, so I bought a Bentley. Anything oh under 20 grand, they just go up in flames, Dave. I've heard that. You got to spend a lot more. And to you get shouldn't a talk about car. cars going up in flames. You should never do that, George. <laughs> it'll, it'll a guy that drives me. a Tesla should not make car go up in flames jokes. Oh, you're right. I apologize. <laughs> but what this comes down to, Dave, is that critical thinking, it turns out, it is critical. I know I shouldn't have to say that. But I think, we, are they teaching that in school anymore? We have to do the critical part and the thinking part. Yeah, that's the thing. So, yeah. And, and you know, and oh, by the way, do. if you're if you're shacked up with your sweetie, don't pay somebody's debts that you're not married to. Because sweetie may take off with a local bartender, and then you are stuck with no money and no sweetie. That's how this deal works. That's how most country songs are written. I'm telling you, I think that probably has a possibility there. No money, no sweetie. I'm just saying. And he's still paying the mortgage while the ex is living in the house. This is real life, sadly. It's real life, and it sucks, and it it hurts because your heart's broken and your brain is fried at the same time because you feel dumb, ashamed, and heartbroken all at the same time. It's a horrible place to be in. I've done dumber things than this, and so I – you know, I don't want you guys to lose. I want you to win. That's why we're here. We want, but so we have to speak this absolute what looks like everyone should know stuff out, so that the people that don't, apparently don't know it stop doing it. It's 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 like a trend. Well, you could stop talking about it if people stop doing it. But for thirty years now, you've been getting the same calls, and you're going, "Don't do it." I'm telling you, it's a trap. And then people do it anyways. Oh, if we don't laugh, we cry. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta think, people. You gotta think. It'll kill you. It'll kill you, man. Ah, it's just awful. Wow. I'm so sorry, guys. Ah, my goodness gracious. This is the Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is, your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSC. George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage Luke and Kate are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Good, how are you? Better than we deserve. Welcome to Nashville. Where do you guys live? We're from Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, love Asheville. What a great town. Very cool. Well, welcome all the way over. And how much debt have you paid off? 176000 right. All right. How long did that take? 
24 months. Whoa! Okay. And your range of income during that time? We started at 165, and then uh, when my husband Luke finished school, we ended at about 275. Cool, cool. What do you guys do for a living? I'm a technical product manager. Mm-hmm. And I'm a physician's assistant with an allergy and immunology practice. Ah, wow. a PA school, huh? Okay, good for you. Great, Great career careers. choices. It's amazing. Very well done. Wonderful income. What kind of debt was the 176? PA school? It was all student loans. I had about 130 for myself, and then she had a, about 45. Wow, wow. okay. So uh, you're coming out of school. You say, okay, the income's getting ready to jack. We already make 165, but we're getting ready to jack this and but we got a mess what made you decide to do all this stuff 24 months ago and get real serious about it well it was kind of the the shocking revelation that hey i gotta find a job to pay all this back i mean i think we i decided to go to pa school and i didn't really know what the numbers were going to look like at the end Mm -hmm. and so when we got to the end it was like holy cow Mm -hmm. and you know the the amount put a lot of weight on our shoulders and it was hard to you know, kind of do the things that we wanted to do without feeling guilty. Yeah. So we wanted to get out of that situation. Okay. Very cool. Wow. Is there anything in particular happened 24 months ago that said game on? We, uh, we're about to have our first daughter. So oh, <laughs> all right. bringing a kid into the world, you, uh, want to kind of go in with a fresh slate and give them the best opportunity they can have. Yeah. They, they, uh, that's like a tuning fork. It, it causes everything to get into and you go, Oh, wait a minute. Adult time game on. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. And how'd you find us? Uh, I actually used to work with someone who um, claimed her and her husband's success was because of Dave Ramsey. And I was like, who's this Dave Ramsey person? So um, I went home and bought your book, read it in 24 hours, and then went to my husband and said, you have to read this book. It's it's makes so much sense. And um, we should think about kind of getting on the debt-free journey. Wow. And and so you read, both of you read Total Money Makeover. So when she comes with you a book with, and you just finished school, Luke, and she's handing you a book. I mean, what do you say? I mean, like, yeah. Enough books. Well, I, so we didn't get the book when I finished school. We were kind of listeners, but, you know, maybe Dave Light um, yeah, yeah, for, just kind for of several entertain, years. Entertainment value. You know? Yeah, yeah. We really enjoyed the show, but we decided to take it serious when, when uh, we got out of school okay. completely. When the, baby, when the baby's on the way and she reads the book, hands it to you, you're like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yep. Wow. Very cool. Good for y'all. How old is the baby now? Uh, She's a little under two, and we're expecting our second in the next month. So, Yes, thank you. Fun, fun, fun. Good for y'all. What a cool journey. Yeah, very good. Most people it takes, we found the average is 20 years to pay off their student loans. And you guys just buckled down. You have this great income. You said, we're going to knock it out in two. Was that a specific goal, or did you have a longer time horizon and you beat it? I think we knew our income was extraordinary for the location that we lived in and just kind of our professions. And we wanted to take advantage of the opportunities that we were given and and get it done as quickly as possible so we can invest for the future. Yeah. We were actually able to do it a little bit quicker than we expected. Um, Kate was laid off from a tech company at one point and she was provided a generous severance package. And rather than using that to do other things, we just... Um, put all that towards her debt and she had a job within a, a week or two after uh, the wow yeah severance package turns into a signing bonus for the next job yeah that, that was did, very yeah. helpful yeah that yeah, it it's all free money then game yeah. on yeah it but took a lot of discipline vacations though. and upgrading the car you went oh we got to pay off these student loans yep, yep. Mm. good for y'all how's it feel 
so good amazing yeah. was it huge worth weight it? lifted off our shoulders was it worth it Absolutely. totally all right what do you tell people the secret to getting out of debt is uh perseverance and determination and it's not just about the journey or it's not just about the destination it's about the journey how, how you get there um and your character changes as, as a part of it and lasts a little bit longer than just uh paying off the debt so mm. it's really rewarding there's a piece of this where you overcame $176,000 in debt in two years. And so now it's like, what can't we overcome in life? Not even finances. And there's something about the debt-free journey that's inspiring, and it usually begets more transformation. And uh, you guys are a perfect example of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely feel that way. We try to tell all of our friends and family uh, to listen to the show and also Smart Money Happy Hour for my friends who uh, aren't as big of fans of just like listening to straight financial yes. content. <laughs> Thank you. There we go. Something you're, for you're, everyone. George, just for a note, you're not straight financial content. <laughs> We're a gateway just drug. Just note that. We're just a gateway that. drug you're, to you're the Ramsey drug. show. That's right. That's right. That's so fun. Well, That's thank you guys for being here and telling people your story. People have said there were drugs involved and I always wondered. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes a mocktail. <laughs> Oh, uh, way to go, you guys. We're so proud of you. Thank you. Excellent. I mean, what an incredible situation. How old are you two? 33, I... and my wife turned 30 today. So. Oh, <laughs> happy birthday. Thank All right. You. Thank you. That's very cool. Dave's going to sing to you on air. Not a bit, not a <laughs> chance. They'll do talk radio for a reason. But they, yeah, this is great. I mean, what an incredible, you, this incredible income and no payments. You're going to be able to do anything you want to do from this point, man absolutely awesome very very well done what's the next thing you guys are going to do what's the fun thing the expensive thing well it's stork mode till we um till we have the baby and then uh i think we're just gonna continue to invest money appropriately and uh, that way we're ready for whatever comes next Yeah. yeah you'll be ready yeah definitely well done we've got the live and give box for you that includes the baby steps millionaires book you'll be there in a minute if you're not already there total money makeover book that started the whole thing for you guys and a baby step and a financial peace university membership you can use those or you can give them away you can do whatever you want they're our gift to you to say thanks for coming all the way over from Asheville, north carolina to do your debt-free scream you two are inspiring very well done heroes excellent job you took control of your life you could have done a lot of stupid butt things with this instead you really dialed in hammered it home and changed the change your family tree for these two kiddos very very well done good stuff good stuff all right it's luke and kate Asheville, north carolina one hundred and seventy six thousand dollars paid off in 24 months making 165 to 275 count it down let's hear a debt-free scream three what? Two, one, one. we're, we're debt free. Man, oh man, oh man. That's excellent. Very good stuff. Those are two great career fields, too. The opposite of what we were talking about yes. earlier. I'm going to be broke and live my passion. Both of them have, I mean, PA is a great track in the medical world. That's a great track to get on and uh the physician's assistant process and uh and product manager in the technical space i mean it's just you def- can see definitely ROIs. proofs yeah. in the pudding here they make 275 and no payments in the world at 30 and 34 it's just mind-boggling how much more you can give how much more you can invest after 24 months of sacrifice you know i haven't added it up but if you invested a hundred thousand dollars a year how fast would you be a millionaire probably six and a half roughly yeah i'm guessing 
uh, um, I mean, 10 years would be a million dollars if you had no compounding interest benefit. So uh, you stuck it in a mattress. If you, yeah, you put it put it in a fruit jar. You'd have that. But that's how fast these. I mean, these guys are gonna they're gonna be millionaires when they're thirty seven uh, or less, something like that. If they and that's if they live on one hundred and seventy five thousand a year. That'll do. You know, I mean, with really. no payments. You see, with their you see lifestyle. the power of this. It's that puts you in an incredible, incredible situation. So beautifully done, guys. That was fabulously done. Very good. That's inspiring. This is what happens. So you you know, it's funny, you can live your life that way. And you gotta admit that's not normal. That's weird. They're weird people in such a great way. Mm. Or you can go be normal. But who the flip wants to be normal? Oh my god, that's horrible. Nobody wants to be normal. You shouldn't ever be normal. One out of three people making six figures paycheck to paycheck. Normal. We get those calls. Make two hundred grand, we're broke. Normal's awful. This is The Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Philippians 4, 6, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Francis Chan says, our greatest fear should not be of failure, but of succeeding at things in life that don't really matter. Ooh, love it. Well done. Book launch day for George Camel. Brand new book is out today. Breaking free from broke. Be sure and check it out at all places. Great books are sold. It is going to be our next uh, bestseller from Ramsey. And we're really, really excited about this book. It's really strong content. Lots of good research on all the gotchas that are out there in the money space. And George does a great job of uh, unmasking the villains. Ooh, there we go. Uh, David is with us. David's in Washington, D.C. Hi, David. How are you? Hi. Uh, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me uh, today. Uh, uh, how are you guys doing? Better than we deserve, sir. How can we help? Awesome. Yeah. So um, uh, our question is basically, uh, when should we start investing? We're, we're doing um, a emergency fund for one year, uh, and we so far have $22,000 saved. Uh, we want our goal is to get it to thirty thousand uh so that uh that and that's where the mortgage and stuff like that if we ever uh lose a job mm-hmm. so yeah so my question is uh the uh, the investing part well should we start investing while uh while we're saving up or, or should we focus on the uh emergency fund first so when you look at the baby steps, they're laid out. There's seven steps, and steps one, two, and three are done one at a time, focus intensity. And you guys right now are in baby step three, saving up the emergency okay. fund. Now, you mentioned 12 months. We recommend three to six months of expenses. Is there a reason you're aiming for 12? Uh, it's just uh, the our mortgage is uh, like 2500 uh, so we want to make sure that uh, – we're safe for for 12 months, and especially uh, we're having a baby, uh, and so we want to make sure that uh, he's taken care of uh, as well if something happens to my job or whatnot, or my wife's job. You have any debt other than the house? Uh, I have a school loan. Uh, it's $200,000 school Ooh. loan. However, uh, I am a government, so... Wait a minute. You're, you're, your phone cut out. You are what? Uh, I'm in the government, uh, so it. Uh, I have four years left, so it, it gets forgiven after four years. So I'm uh, doing waiting for that. Uh, so I'm I'm, pay, I'm paying one thousand uh, dollars per month right now for that. What, what okay? What what is your degree in? 
it's a, a PhD in psychology. I'm sorry. I, I'm not aware of a federal government program that forgives $200,000 in student loan debt in four years. Uh, no, it's 10 years. It's a 10-year program, but I'm already, I've been in the government for six years. Okay, you're talking about the public student loan forgiveness? Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. And you've been paying into it 1000 a month for six years? Yeah. Uh, well, no, uh, th- uh, there were times that I paid less just because... Well, what do you uh, make? What's your household income? Uh, well, uh, I, we make, t- combined, it's 182000 Okay. Well, David, you're new to all this Ramsey stuff, so uh, there's a couple things going on here that... Um, the first thing we teach people to do is get a thousand dollars. The second thing we teach them to do is get out of debt. The third thing is have an emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. And then, and only then do you start investing long-term. I'm really worried about your public student loan forgiveness. You speak with such surety about it, but you're apparently not aware that of all the people that have applied in history for the public Mm -hmm. student loan forgiveness, only one and a half percent have been granted. Ninety-eight yeah, I, and a half percent of the people that do not get it. Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely aware of it. But, uh, I do have a, like a, a tracker from the system and everything. Uh, one of the things, one of the major things I've done is make sure I paid on time and everything, which is one of the uh, areas that have uh, uh, impacted uh, students. Uh, and so, yeah, I've been doing all the steps that, that go with it, which is basically just, you know, maintain the government job for uh, 10 years. Yeah. Uh, I, but, yeah. I wish that that would work, but the data says it doesn't work. And so I can't, I, I have, I'm the opposite end of the spectrum from you on this. You're very assured it's going to work, and I'm very assured it's not going to. So I, I'm, I'm really afraid for you. But, um, I, you're going to play it out. There's not any stopping you. I can tell that. So, um, if 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 I were put in charge of, uh, if, if you were to, if I were woke up in your shoes, I would immediately start paying down the student loan debt because I don't think the government's going to pay it off for you, David. Um, the the track record of 98 percent failure is not due to them not paying on time. It's due to the whole thing's a scam. It's the worst government program in the history of man and that really says something considering government programs suck in general uh and and the the bad thing is is they've conned you into working there for nothing for the last six years too with this bogus promise so i wish that it was true i wish your debt student loan debt would just poof go away but uh your tracking system is not going to matter when you get up there and they don't do it because they simply don't follow through on it they're horrendous. Uh, it is a other types of student loan forgiveness are very real. We see them happen all the time. Uh, not the Biden program, obviously that was unconstitutional and got thrown out. But I'm talking about uh, there's other types of student you know student loan forgiveness when someone passes away or becomes permanently disabled. Those actually work and do happen. Uh, so I'm not a conspiracy theorist or something. But I'm the PSLF the data specifically is, the data is just there. It's, it's abysmal. So. Uh, what would I do? I, I would be working on that. If you're not going to do that, then you need to build that emergency fund. Yeah, a year probably because you're going to wish you had it more than a year when this thing falls apart. And so, and a $2,500 house payment. Good Lord. And so, yeah, build it. Go ahead and build a year uh, in your case. Um, and then start investing 
and we suggest investing 15% of your income into retirement, I wouldn't put it in retirement. In your case, I would put it in good mutual funds because you're going to need it to pay off these student loans. You're saying outside of retirement. If I'm right. If I'm wrong, then you've got a great big investment. And, um, you know, and and you got it through. But um, I wish I was... I wish I was wrong, uh, but 98.6% of the people got turned down, and it wasn't because they didn't pay the payment on time. There are people that were very nerdy and very careful and very dialed in, and they just hooked their wagon to the wrong star is what it amounts to. (sighs) Open phones at 888-825-5225. I'll tell you, this nation's economy, it would be completely different if we didn't have student loans. It is the biggest, it is one of the biggest drags, anchors, slowing the economy down, is people dragging all this debt around all over the place, and it's sitting out there unpaid, and it's just dragging and dragging and dragging, and we've loaned 18-year-olds $200,000 on a bogus promise, we the taxpayers did it. We allowed we allowed our congressmen, congresswomen, Senate and Congress to do this stupid butt stuff, and uh, they continue to make these loans. Oh yeah, I walk through in the, my new book, Breaking Free from Broke, in the student loans chapter. I walk through the history of how student loans actually started and what it's become, and how it's, it's Sally Mae started as a government program. It's mind-boggling. And it was good intentions. We got to compete with Russia. And then it became, wait, colleges can increase tuition. And they did. 400% increase since the 80s, Dave, on college tuition. So the numbers you've been seeing over 30 years, now we hear $200,000 in student loans and you don't bat an eyelash. It's just like, well, that's a Tuesday to hear those kinds of numbers. And it takes forever to get out. Those of you that are new to Ramsey, they're floating around out there absorbing this podcast or, or YouTube or radio show or whatever it is you're however it is you're getting this um go check out borrowed future it's the documentary that we did that was award-winning it was one of the top documentaries a couple years ago when it came out and it's still accurate um and uh the numbers are just bizarre the student loan debacle is just horrible just horrible that puts us our the ramsey show in the books we'll be back with you before you know it in the meantime remember there's ultimately only one way to financial peace And that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus.